Welcome, Cosmic Toolbox. It is April 30th, and tomorrow we kick off an entire new month, and it is Beltane or May Day, as you may have heard. So tonight is Beltane Eve, and there are all sorts of ways that you can enjoy this weekend that will bring a lot of um, energetic connections to your life. And normally I talk about these um, cross quarter days in, um, in the spiral box, but since it's on the first of the month, it falls between a lot of the other, um, dates that we had rituals for. And so this is just an added little oomph so that you can get some of your Beltane on this weekend. What you want to remember is that traditionally, this is a real time of magic in the world. The, the, earth is alive. The sun is in Taurus, you know, gardens are blooming, flowers are popping up everywhere. And it's a real opposite to, uh, Samhain or Samhain, however you've learned to pronounce it. Um, it's a real opposite to that because that's where everything is beginning to die. Right. And we're moving from autumn into winter, um, and we're really kind of in that cross in the in the crosshairs of winter, if you will, by the time we get to that change. And here we're kind of in the crosshairs of summer, right? Summer's got its eye on us, and it's bringing us closer and closer and closer to it. And so, in the same way that there is a lot of magic and in between energy to Samhain, there is also that same magic and mayhem and in between energy to Beltane. And so tonight and into tomorrow and all throughout the weekend, you'll probably want to be tapping into some of that, really inviting that magic. If you've never seen my neighbor Totoro, watch my neighbor Totoro. I always think of Beltane uh, when they are out trying to get the garden to grow and Totoro comes and they uh, do like this physical movement and bring the energy to the plants so that they grow. This is that time of like burgeoning life from the ground. Um, it's a good weekend to do some divination, some tarot readings, um, oracle cards, lighting candles and meditating and watching the way the wax falls and really sort of inviting in the lessons and the wisdom of that universal support that's all around you. It's also a really great time to have a fire and invite more heat and fire and light and strength into your home. Um, in Ireland, they used to sing going house to house, dressed in flowers, um, and dressed up almost like, like the opposite of Halloween and sing. Um, and so there's traditional songs that you can look up on YouTube, all of for Beltane and May Eve, if you were to call it that, um, you know, eat, drink, be merry, all the good things that Irish people are good for and knowing, uh, good at knowing about, and also sitting up, um, and into the night and kind of watching the land and tapping in to the energies that are really starting to come through and recognizing that the light and the sun and the vitality are coming right. Uh, closer and closer and closer and closer. And so that is getting more and more exciting. Um, 
when one of the things I wanted to say <laughs> is that in the same time, we kind of want to, you know, how they say April showers bring May flowers. That's not just physical. It's energetic. A lot of April can be intense always, not just when there's stelliums like there are this year and not just after and during a huge global pandemic. Um, but April can tend to go either way. Right. And that's, it's all these little sayings like March comes in like a lion, out like a lamb, April showers, bring May flowers. And, and as we think about that, you want to think about the struggles that you had in April, really take stock of your struggles, take stock of your wins, look back over the month. This is all processing. It's the threshold energy. We're going over a threshold every day after tomorrow, we will be closer and closer and closer to the summer solstice and further and further and further from the winter. How can you connect to that life? How can you connect to the forward movement of light? How can you connect to the healing purification power of the sun? Right. And how can we look at the things that we struggled with and bring light to them and integrate them. And how can we look at the things that, that, that we did well and, and congratulate ourselves and celebrate ourselves and, and bring beauty to what we've done and how we've healed and how we've grown and, and really start to see this threshold as one that we are crossing and we are going to be into May and we are going to be doing really fun things with the May energy. And sometimes it might feel less fun, um, and more like work, but it will be important for everyone to remember that we're it's, it's the work of the world and it's the work of our hearts. And it's not always going to be, um, working in the same direction, but every year in spring, you got to plant the fields. And so you really want to think of, of it as that instead of struggle. So during eclipse season, there are things that will be illuminated. Some years are easier for some people. Some years are harder than others. But if we get closer to the land and we get closer to the earth and we remember that all of this is cycles within cycles within cycles, sometimes it takes the, the physical sensations or the emotional sensations of suffering away, because remember how temporary it is. And we can get closer to the land and remember that the land feels cold and hard and dark all winter, right. And, and buried in, in snow and forgotten. And then in this time it's being illuminated again. And, and we go through those same cycles ourselves. So if you feel like you've been buried in dark, you know, all winter, the earth understands you, right? Get closer to it. Ground. Remember to ground and really understand what is coming and it's, and it's light and it's illumination. So that's my main encouragement is to spend the weekend celebrating, spend the weekend celebrating May, right? I'm serious. Start a fire. If you drink, drink, if you, if you drink wine, drink wine. If, if you, if you do other things, do those things, eat good food, laugh, you know, call a friend, have a silly conversation. It's a good night to have a good night. Tomorrow's a good day to have a good day. So we kick off the month of May. May 1st is an 11 master day. So we're going to be really responsible with our energy. We're impacting each other. That butterfly 
effect is in the air, rise up and meet the opportunity that's growing at your feet. Right. And then on Sunday, you're going to want to take a lot of steps, take the steps in the direction of your dreams. It's an important time to be doing what you know, you need to do. We are in a Pluto retrograde. I am going to remind you of that multiple times (laughs) until about October 6th. And so, um, it's important that we remember um, that we have this sort of internal, internal compass recalibration. That's, that just came to me. I didn't have that written down, but it's an internal compass recalibration. So, so who are you and why are you, and where are your dark parts that need to have illumination and where have you illuminated things that aren't really you? Maybe you have brought parts and attitudes and perceptions and frames of references that don't suit your life, where can you let those go? Where can you assimilate some of your darker half in order to step into your calling? Where are you hiding your gifts? Where are you hiding your old hurts? Where are you hiding your traumas? And how can you bring those up and into the light and integrate and assimilate those lessons? Where can you accept? Where can you forgive? Where can you ease the pain of others that may be holding on to things that you have done to them, right? We're always with the shadow work. We always have to bring it back around. Anytime you feel like you want to take, you know, action against someone or have a negative attitude towards someone, or you're angry with someone, if you stop and think, have I done, has this been done to me before? Have I done this before to somebody else? Not that it stops or makes what they did to you okay, but sometimes, and I say sometimes to mean almost all the time, it at least gives you compassion for why they may have hurt you. And then you can come at it from a human standpoint and understand it and feel less wounded. And this is especially helpful when Pluto is in retrograde, because oftentimes the wounds we carry that Pluto retrogrades like to bring up into the surface are going to be wounds of the early childhood. And oftentimes there are people that have wounded us that are no longer here in the physical realm. And so when we bring the illumination to the fact that humans are faulty and do faulty things all the time, and that actions do not need to carry forward into our reactions and they don't need to become personality traits. And so when we remember that what was done to us was done to us, but we remain resilient, and that we become who we become in spite of what was done to us and not because of it. And when we start to unravel that sweater, right, that we put on of all of our trauma to make ourselves armor and we start to unravel it and it starts to come away, we step into our power and we realize that we have gifts that we've been hiding. And maybe those gifts are attached to things that were done to us. Maybe we were punished for being too loud or a know-it-all or, or, silly or, you know, precocious or whatever it was that we were, where we were taught to not be that anymore, we're going to start to become it. Every Pluto retrograde, every year we get this opportunity to take the energy inward and into our darker parts and bring them and assimilate and integrate. And so those are the words that we're going to be bringing up over and over and over again this May because eclipse season, and it's a total lunar eclipse globally. Um, We do have people outside of North America here in the cosmic toolbox. And so if you're listening to this, you may have to look at a map to see specifically where you are, um, domestic, 
uh, North America, uh, because some of you are still North America, I guess, but not mainland. Um, but when you see the path of this eclipse, it's really interesting to see who will be under the full lunar eclipse and where it will be partial. If you're going to be under the full lunar eclipse, I would expect it to bring more up and out of you. So check on those maps. Um, one other thing too, in May is that we really start to get more and more of the story arc coming to light that, um, you know, is, is the grand the grand finale of December. So December we've talked about, there's a lot, there's a lot going on in December and it's weird, right. To talk about it in May, except for, you know, we're in the fifth month. We're about seven months away from December and we will have our, um, new moon total solar eclipse in Sagittarius. And that becomes significant, right? When you realize that here we are starting May, this is why I'm talking about it. We're starting May off and we are preparing for a full moon, total lunar eclipse in Sagittarius. So we will be beginning an arc within an arc within an arc. And the arc that we begin, the story arc we begin here with our total lunar eclipse in Sagittarius on May 26th will really come to its main story when we experience that new moon total solar eclipse in Sagittarius in December. And that new moon total solar eclipse in Sagittarius happens just three days after Neptune goes direct in Pisces. So um, there's just a lot that will be coming in December and we will want to pay attention to it. Now that we are moving through summer, we're kicking off spring and well, we're in the middle of spring, kicking off the beginnings of summer with this eclipse axis. And it's going to be very important. And remember, we talked at the beginning of the year, it might be beneficial to go back and listen to the year overview, right? We're about five months in. Um, the big story this year in 2021 are all of these, these three big Saturn square Uranus. And that happens there um, June 14th. And so that is happening right after the new moon annular solar eclipse in Gemini on June 10th. So when we are talking about all of this in the future, why, Jen? Why you keep saying all of this stuff that's so far ahead? We're just the weekly forecast here. Right. So the reason is kicking off May on a master 11 day, kicking off May with Beltane, with this forward motion, this incredible magic, you have the opportunity to set the tone tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday. Invite magic in. Get in touch with the land. Get grounded. Talk to the fae. Talk to your land, the, the water, the earth, the rocks, get your crystals out, make yourselves tea, get your house settled, nest, right? <laughs> you want to get your gardens in order. You want to invite in the magic, but invite this in and start working with it now because we have the opportunity to go real dark in May, but it will set the tone all the way to December. Sagittarius 
is the is the total lunar eclipse in May. Sagittarius wants to grab life by the horns, right? It's that mutable fire sign. It's ruled by Jupiter, super enthusiastic, free-spirited, forward-moving, expansion, confidence, through the roof. Let's do this, right? Zero hesitation. And so you want to invite that energy in and start working with it. As we start May, we're here on the first. It's an 11 master day. May 3rd, May 3rd, May is in full, full throttle. Is that how it said? Yes. Full throttle, full steam ahead. Come Monday. It's like everything's moving and grooving and cruising. We have our third quarter moon in Aquarius. We're all in this master create creative kind of space, Mercury moves into Gemini. So all of our communications, right, are really moving and Gemini so intellectual, that air sign, it's ruled by Mercury. So Mercury is moving into its home sign where there's freedom and there's movement and real quick witted and, and can get really scattered though. Right. And so we want to pay attention to that. And we want to pay attention to the tone we set for May. And we have the energy this weekend. This weekend is magical. It's this in-between space come Sunday. We have Mercury trying Pluto, right? And, and when Pluto first goes retrograde, we're going to feel it a little bit more as a, as a collective, right? It's going to move deeper, more penetrating into our souls, right? And Mercury trying Pluto is going to give it that deep inquisitive energy. It's going to take it even deeper and ask you to step into your power to think things through and really get it done. You want to, you want to like negotiate, you want to buy a car, buy a house, get a new job, right? Set your plans for the next six months in your career, set up a partnership, talk to your friends, make a band, make a crew, right? Whatever, <laughs> get it, get your band together. That's the kind of energy. Um, for what it's worth, Brad Pitt has Mercury trine Pluto in his birth chart. He's got that right? That energy, that charisma, that, that spark. And so you want to kind of tap into that. And you want to think about that within yourself, that magical kind of, you know, divine spark within you and move forward from that space this weekend, all of that burgeoning flower rain, April showers, all that rain is bringing May flowers, set the tone for May or the tone will set you. Okay. So that's my last warning. I won't drown. I feel like I am actually beating this topic to death, but I just feel that it is so important for you to invite the magic in. Remember that you're a magical being. Remember that you have divine authority in this life. The moon is entering Aquarius on Sunday. The moon is currently in Capricorn, right? With that sun square yearness, really giving us the opportunity to create more personal freedom and break free from our routines and step into the magic, step into the magic. And Sunday night, Venus sextile Neptune, more step into the magic, step into the magic, right? You are magnetic. Allow yourself to magnetize to what you want and start thinking about all that light ahead, all that abundance ahead, all that never ending opportunity ahead, tap into that lasso it, cast the vision. It's totally yours and you want to own it. And so this weekend is a weekend for magic. Eat, drink, be merry. Cheers to your friends, sing and dance, right? Bring it in, really celebrate it. It's your time. And, um, I love you all. And we will talk on Sunday. Have a great night.